Hello, and welcome to another episode of Stealing the Remote. My name is Eli, and with me, as always, uh, is the woman who told me this morning that I have a very cute black eye, my mother. Yes, here I am, and it's because of me that you have had to wait for such a long time for the new episode, because I wasn't... Um, well, I just wasn't in the mood, I guess. Yeah, we were... Well, I was tired half the week, too, so it's it's better to do it when we feel like it. Uh, this is another episode, uh, for that reason, that uh, takes place like a week after we saw the actual movie. Mm-hmm. But we will nevertheless be <laughs> discussing uh, Batman Begins uh, from 2005, directed by Christopher Nolan, uh, who we've talked about before uh, with Memento. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the same guy. Okay. And I, I figured to, to get any sort of inkling of appreciation for Batman out of you, we might as well start with the beginning. So I, I figured you you needed a, a a crash course on his origins. Because did you know anything about his, his origins? Even, well, some some of what you saw in, B, uh, in Batman v Superman. But what did you know about Batman as a character before we watched this? Well, there was a little knowledge because of the other movies Hmm. that he fell down a cave or uh, something where he, um, where all the bats were and then he became Batman, that his parents were killed. This, uh, I recognized also, um, that he have, he has his Alfred, Hmm. (laughs) which is a a totally different one every time, but it's always Alfred. And um, but what I r- need to point out was that um, you bought this box of the three three uh, Batman movies. Uh, yeah, the the entire trilogy. Yeah. yeah, and I remember that it was really really expensive, and that I said, "Well, you can buy it if it's not for you, not solely for you, but also for you and your little brother." And mm-hmm. um, that I remember you watched it with him and then you were well it must have been six years ago or something like that so Aaron was only um, 10 or 11 at the time and I didn't watch at that time but I I um, yeah you didn't want to watch along (laughs) no I didn't want no no I didn't but I as always when you were watching something I I kept an eye on you to see what you were watching and I remember I thought oh this is a really dark movie and it's not very um it's it's not suited for the little one it's it's much too creepy and scary and Mm. I was of course as a 12 year old or 11 year old boy like well I'm so tough I can see this this is not scary at all so that's what I remembered and seeing it now and knowing Aaron is watching um, The Living Death and uh, yeah, The Walking Dead, <laughs> the yeah. Walking Dead and all that kind of movies, I think. Well, maybe we uh, we prepared him for all of that by watching these movies at that time. Yeah, I, I think. Well, two things: both uh, both kids these days just are used to a lot more than than previous generations. We are exposed to a lot of. Media, so, yeah, media <laughs> that that sort of desensitizes us to a, to an extent, and him even more so than than they did me. And but secondly, I think we're also quickly inclined to be overprotective. So 
to some extent you I, I mean, I was afraid of, of the Teletubby scenes. Like, we, I we've talked know. about this before. You can't really protect us from being scared ever. Like, that, that just, you can't completely shut it out. You can't prevent everything. So it's, it's good to sort of learn to cope with it as well. So to some extent, you know, it's, it's okay to watch certain things. Well, I but, didn't want you to watch Pokemon because I was, Found that also too scary for you. <laughs> yeah, and let's be fair, it was also because you disliked the Japanese drawing style. You no, you, always, you always had a thing against anime. I, I'm not sure why, but that that was one one of the was, reasons you mentioned when I was a child. Yeah, the drawings, but f- most of all the the voices. I hated the oh, voices. That never went away. Yeah, every everything that is a cartoon, you still get really annoyed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, you have. Okay, problems. so I was. Uh, we have established this now. I was an overprotective mother. I still am an overprotective mother. I think they and figured you... that out from the fact that I invited you to do a podcast with me. That I still haven't learned to live without you. I, I'm pretty sure they they sort of deduced that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's because I'm overprotective. I thought it was because it's just fun being with me. But well, okay. Yeah, yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> If, if you're overprotective for long enough, it just gets to be fun to be with you. That's that's how it works. Oh, okay. So I did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, at least yeah. one of you <laughs> mm-hmm. is enjoying my uh, company. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he is out of the country, to be fair. So Yes, he he's in ancient Greece. He's lying in the sun, oh, swimming I- in the sea. And, um, and at visiting point, lots of um, 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 churches and... and um, cultural sites and archaeological and, digs, probably. And uh, he's ruining well. uh, c- cactuses. Cacti? Cacti. But I, um, I hadn't seen he that hurt yet. his fingers. <laughs> so that's... Uh, Dumbass. <laughs> as my mother always said, God will punish you immediately. So if you want to kill a cactus... It hurts. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's good at that. But let's let's hope he's in in current Greece. Like if he if he went back in time to ancient Greece, I'm I'm not sure we'll ever no, see no, him again. But he's he's visiting all the sites of the ancient Greek, like Mycenae and Corinth and uh, Athens. And, yeah. Well, it's, it's um, wonderful. I've, I've had I wish a similar I trip, have, so I could have been, I could have gone with him. I think that would have been weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're, you're a little old for a school excursion like that. Yeah, but I could, 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 I could have gone along like, with like a, like a, like as a, a teacher, as a, teacher. as a substitute teacher. Yeah. <laughs> it works, sure. You would have loved it. Yeah. <laughs> They only they only took like two teachers for twenty five kids, right? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what I do with my kids. They go to they get a really classical education, and they can go and visit ancient Greece, mm-hmm. which I never could. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 funny because I went to Greece as well, which was optional on my school, but at his school, it's either Rome or Greece. 
And it depends on whether or not you've chosen uh, ancient Greek or Latin as your school subject. So it's it's funny that we both went to the same place and I skipped out on, on Rome, which was usually at my school, like for everyone, no matter what you chose. So that's that sort of worked out nicely. <laughs> neither so you've us never have, seen Rome. Exactly. Neither of us have uh, neither of us have been there, so we uh, have something left on the bucket list. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll get there one day. Definitely. Once we've saved up some money again. <laughs> well, it's not in top of my bucket list. No, I know. We'll get to Israel first. Yes, and then we go to uh, maybe to Africa and Australia, New Zealand, and. Um, Australia and New Zealand are kind of higher on my list than than Africa, but sure. Okay, mine too, but it's more expensive, so I, I guess that's, I get to Africa first. That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> okay, let's talk about a movie. Yeah, we, we got a little distracted there. So you you knew some things from, from like previous movies, but you didn't quite get like the full origin that you get in this movie. So what did it add for you? A lot, a what, lot. Yeah, what did you learn? <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked, uh, I liked it that it was um, a chronological telling of um, the origins of Batman, and um, it was nice to see. I, I didn't know he was that rich that he lived on in this uh, huge castle, and that the the cave where he fell into as a child later became the Batcave. Mm. Um, That's the that idea. was nice. Yeah. I got that. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, it was a nice enough movie. I yeah. It's uh You enjoyed I, yourself. I enjoyed Good. myself. I didn't sleep, I guess. Did I? No, I didn't. I'm I'm not sure now, but that might have just been you taking a week to record, so I so just so I could forget and no, you wouldn't I slept. get I, I, I think I, you did. Yeah. yeah. I did. Pretty sure. I, did. I didn't want but to I didn't out miss you like out that. anything. I mean I could follow immediately when I woke up because yeah. nothing happened, you know, just That's that's always the case. Somehow you only sleep <laughs> during during parts you can miss. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's the action part. I, I it's so boring. I always fall asleep yeah and otherwise they're just talking and you miss dialogue and you sleep through that because well dialogue's boring so <laughs> i'm never sure what you want but <laughs> well i like other movies you know that yeah of course yeah so this is there not are many my types of choice. movies yeah of course we go to those too so really who, who's losing out on anything but, but I liked it more than the one with um I'm with uh, Jack Nicholson. That's uh mm-hmm. I I um So you did appreciate like the a, little, a bit more serious uh take on it that wasn't quite over the top dark campy like mm-hmm. the, no, the no. 89 stuff no. that was still sort of funny-ish at times. Yeah, it was I I well, I, I said it at the time. It was quite a disappointment. Jack Nicholson as the Joker, and, mm. and the whole film was quite a bit too funny or too too cartoonesque, maybe. Mm. And this was a really, um, yeah, more serious. And um, as I got used to it, meanwhile, this the the Batman suit didn't bother me. It wasn't as dark as I as I uh, gathered it would be. Yeah, because you, so. you did mention it was still quite light in some ways, that it was just, 
you you call it sort of childlike uh, while we were watching that Did it was I? yeah yeah you call it not not childish <laughs> but but sort of like the the childlike joy of just watching mm-hmm. stuff like it's it's sort of a fantasy in that regard that it's still a a, a kid like joy that you get from from watching mm-hmm. Batman do that stuff and blow some stuff up and punch some people yeah. and just that in that sense it was it it all sounds negative because I'm I'm trying to translate a word that I can't quite translate, but it's because it's not infantile. It's just no. in a positive sense. Yes. Uh, but you oh. you did mention that it was both that and too scary for for my ten year old brother at the time. So that was an interesting contrast. Mm-hmm. But I liked uh, Christian Bale. He was a he was a convincing Batman. Good. I'm not sure if everybody agrees with me, but oh no, he's 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 very much beloved. But uh, and um, I mean, we knew you were gonna like him better than Ben Affleck, but that's of just course. because you can't stand his face. Uh, I dislike him. Yeah, yes. but no, yeah. There's there's always the, the and I think point. it was the first time I ever, and hopefully, hopefully, also the last time I've seen uh, Katie Katie Holmes. Um, um, childlike, uh, childish. Um, well, that's Katie Holmes. <laughs> I um, she's the, a the, girl. The character or the acting? Like, what? What was your problem with that that character? She, just her face. <laughs> okay. Well, you're lucky because her character returns in the next movie, but she's played by another actress, oh, so her good. face changes immediately. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You just no, have she's to go. Just so, well, the brunette so... is still the brunette. Yeah, but she's she's quite she's girly. She's she's not a woman. She's a, a girl, which is all right. Yeah, no, but when you're too, a girl, yeah, fair enough. But <laughs> you, you, she comes across as too too immature in that sense to you. Yeah, well, yes, maybe. Is it is it the way like is it the way she's written or just her? Because I'm trying to figure out if, if to you there was something wrong with how she was fitted into the story. Like, is she just a helpless woman? Like, is she just sort of tossed around by the villains and damsel in distress and all that? Because there's a bit in there, but I'm not sure if that's what you mean. I'm not sure either. <laughs> You just have this feeling nagging at you like, oh, I remember her face and I didn't like something. No, it's just, I, I, of course, I only know Katie Holmes because of all the fuss there was around her, her wedding and her divorce and her child. And, uh, uh, and yeah. I never, I mean, I, I only know her from the, from the, from the Boulevard press and not from, from, her work. Yeah, I completely so missed I out com- on all the tabloids. Yeah, so stuff. I was, yeah. I was uh, surprised uh, to see here to see her at work. And she, well, she 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 wasn't bad. She wasn't a bad actress. Or um, it's just uh, this the the type. This that, silly, so, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not the, face. The, it's not necessarily um, the strongest part. No, and and it's stuff. That's that's I think one of the only characters that they didn't pull from the comics that is just original that uh, Nolan and and Goyer came up with the, the writers so that's that's I, I, I get that and uh, I was surprised you didn't even recognize him that uh, Rutger Hauer was in the movie very short but he was there yeah I did as not the recognize um, that. as the um, 
what was he? He was the one who was in the, in charge of the of the company um, after the death of his father. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I, and I you didn't to... recognize him because he's the Blade Runner, the one and only Blade Runner. Yeah, you should have recognized him. He's Dutch. He's great. If you He's say blonde. So. <laughs> well, not anymore. But oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we we need to see Blade Runner twenty forty nine. But I, I we'll come to that. We'll yeah, exactly. That. And and Blade Runner one, I've only seen the final cut once with you in in the cinema. We discussed that when it, was, it, didn't we? I'm not sure. Yes, Isn't that from before we had the podcast? I'm not sure now. I thought we discussed it because I was quite. Um, quite embarrassed i must say to see oh, that yeah he, you might have brought that the up. 80s stuff that at the time i found totally normal and now i thought oh my god this is so um ancient <laughs> no so so um frauenfeindlich um, oh yeah yeah you brought that up when when you had needed an example of scenes that were not quite as uh, female friendly as uh, we have today's by today's standards, like it wouldn't have been as acceptable as which you saw as normal at the time. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. You, in you English, it's female yeah. friendly, while in German, it's frauenfeindlich, so hostile to women. Yeah, which it's, is it's just different. where you put the emphasis, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah in yeah. Dutch too, right? Yeah, you can make both words. Frauenfeindlich. No, it's it's yeah, it's but frauenfeindlich, frauenfeindlich. You can kind of make both work. Yeah, but it was frauenfeindlich. I would say. Yeah, no, but I, so, I just I curious barely remember because the plot, there's so. a new uh, in the new Blade Runner. There's a woman uh, as a main character. Yeah, and I believe there's a Dutch actress Dutch in there actress. as well. Yeah, I'm. I, I used to really like her as when I was a teen in some some show I watched like half of, but I, I believe she did a Dutch show and I knew her from that. And it's nice to see she still has a career. I I don't remember either, but it's like. Was one of those Who things, so I remembered her name, Sylvia Hooks. Oh yeah, Sylvia Hooks, it was. Yeah, and I remember just She's like I had, a, I had a crush on her. I, I believe just as a kid, like I, I remember that I, I like seeing her in some show that was probably too adult for me anyway. But probably, <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, and you mentioned that it was a chronological telling of, of his origin, but there's quite a bit of flashback in there. Is there? Yeah, like, we, we meet him. Oh, yeah, we meet him that with um, Ras al Ghul. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of fu- funny, yeah. But I just remember it chronological. That's how yeah, my mind works. Yeah, you just put it works. together. Yeah. yeah that, that makes sense. That's that's what the flashbacks are for. Oh, is it? I presume so. I What do I know? No, but you, you get the whole tell me about your greatest fear and then we go to the murder of the parents and they get out of the opera, Die Fledermaus, which is why you get scared of the bats in the opera. Mm. And they changed that because originally I think they went to see a movie like The Mask of, of, of Sorrow, The Mark of Sorrow. I'm not sure which one is the old one. And that's that's usually the origin, but now they didn't get out of the theater, they got out of the opera. Into that's a very much more artsy fartsy, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's parents go high to society, the opera. right? Yes, yeah. The Fledermaus. They have a giant mansion, you go to the opera. And, Makes and then sense. You, yeah, and then you exit through the most shady back door. <laughs> yeah, that ever. I didn't understand why they went out on the back and and got into this alley where they got killed. And what what was new, I think, was um 
the whole father-son thing where uh, people are telling him his father was an, a, 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 a softy or whiny weenie. Yeah, he begged like a dog for his life, like stuff like that. That, that That's really that soft. That he was too soft and he wasn't too, he, he wasn't a tough guy and he should be ashamed of his father and that this, this is a, a theme. That was new, I guess. That that's Whereas his father sense, was a nice there. guy who mm-hmm. taught him to 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 love the world and the people and be a good guy. Yeah, and help help out the poor and and be protective of your community and and help out like that was you you don't get a bad sense of him at at all, which is why of course he reacts quite heavily to being confronted with the idea of his father uh, being, being insulted a whining, or be, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's that was that was understandable and it's not always a thing I don't think but it was it was it made sense it felt felt right in in that regard and and Ra's al Ghul well of course did did you expect that Liam Neeson was Ra's al Ghul because at the beginning we're we're introduced to like the the Asian guy yeah. with the the mustache and yeah I thought that guy. was Ra's al Ghul yeah because uh, we're introduced to him as as Ra's al Ghul yeah and then at the end uh, at the party we we meet another Asian stand-in who is introduced to us as Ra's al Ghul and then we uh, Bruce figures out like it this is a trick to keep everyone from knowing who the real boss is namely the guy he saved Liam Neeson. Who introduces himself as Henry Ducard, which is like a, a B-list character that is usually an assistant to Ra's al Ghul, but they they sort of use that switcheroo to keep you on your toes because Liam Neeson is, of course, a way bigger name, and he fulfills most of the interaction with Bruce. But no, you, I didn't you... expect that. No, no, and now you, I remember the, the whole thing about um, um, he he. Uh, being trained as a as a as a ninja in Tibet or somewhere. Yeah, probably. Um, it's probably not also named new because of China and everything. Because um, this um, that Batman is. Uh, you pointed that out in an earlier episode. Um, that Batman is a superhero that has no superpowers, mm-hmm. and this was. Because she said so, now I realized that also that he is just being trained like, well, it was a reminiscence of the movie with uh, Will Smith and his son who is training his son to be a boxer or a, or a... I don't remember this. Or a ninja or something like but that. What, Karate Kid? Yeah, maybe Karate Kid. Yeah, that's, that's Will Smith's son, but Will himself isn't in there. It's Jackie oh. Chan who trains him. Oh yeah, okay. We saw that sometimes. Well, now some it was ago. Liam Neeson in the role of Jack Chen. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. good. You know what I mean. Um, no, exactly. This is uh, a theme in a lot of American movies: uh, perseverance and um, Ausdauer and um, being strong and being tough and being a real man and. Being able to train to get stronger and, um, yeah, and well, it's a hidden message else. to all the boys around the world. You should be like Batman, and you should not be like his father. Mm, I'm not sure if the movie says that, but well, it's a message you can get from it. Mm, fair it's enough. It's a hidden message. Yeah, it's all subliminal. I know. Yeah. Okay. 
het was een really, um, not a slow movie, but it was um, koppeld rustig voort. The story the, is told in a, in a, in a, in a on, um, easy, easy going, not so. It, it just sort of flows along, but it's, you don't get Batman in the second scene. It's like you have to wait half an hour to even see him. Yeah. That's, that's sort of the, the thing. It's so really the first half hour is what is this going to? He's in Tibet and he's in prison and, and he gets this training and. Mm. Yeah, but this well, Mr. Bean did get a training as a ninja too, in one of the Mr. Bean films, also in the mountains. I completely forgot this. It was such a funny movie. The last one for Mr. Bean, he was also uh, being trained. Oh as a yeah, spy. no, that's that's Johnny English. Oh, it's Mr. Bean. Oh, it's yeah, the Johnny same actor, English. but it's, yeah, it's yeah. Johnny English. That's that's yeah. the film. I'm now oh, I now I remember. We are yeah. getting okay. everywhere, but nowhere. I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was inspired today, but I worked uh, five hours and I'm still a bit in in German mode. Yeah, in German I noticed. Mode, yeah, I'll have to try and edit everything to make it sound like a cohesive story. But yeah. this is uh, indeed a, a universe without any superpowers. So whereas in in Batman v Superman, you have Superman flying around and I had to explain to you yeah Batman is kind of a normal guy just very rich and very trained in this one Nolan went all out like okay this is realism we're going with just a guy who trains harder than anyone else and gets mm -hmm. better at everything than anyone else and how would he use things and how would he make this work and how can I make it sound logical and sell it to you as as plausible enough So in that sense, you, you, you got the gist of it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of well, how would this you. work and how could you make this armor practical? And, and there's a lot of thought that went into that. That isn't necessarily in, in other movies where you can more step out of those confines of realism. Um, but he, he gets the <laughs> training, uh, at, at the Ra's al Ghul's house. Well, so ghoul means, means, uh, head of the demon, by the way, in, in yeah. Arabic. So that's, that's where that comes from. And there's a whole, whole, like, argument about the pronunciation because the creators of the character say Raish al Ghul and this film says Raz. And I believe there's a, a slight difference in meaning of whether it's literal head of the demon or, or the, the figurative, uh, leader of, of the demon of the League of Assassins or Shadows. It is in this movie. So there's there's a whole thing about that, and I, I don't know enough about Arabic and Hebrew and differences to to really fill that in. But uh, let's let's just stick to Raz for the use of the, this movie where mm -hmm. they they say that. Um, they end up disagreeing at the end of his training, and and yeah, because he, he doesn't want to kill exactly, and then he's he, a good guy. Exactly, that that's Batman's no killing rule, and that's sort of a staple of his character. And at the same time, he then proceeds to... Kill a lot of people. Burn the entire place down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in, in every... So uh, it's not very co coherent. It's, it's not necessarily consistent. But to be fair, in every live-action Batman film up until now, he kills some people. And sometimes it's, it's more... Yeah, but it's the bad obvious. guys. He is not willing to kill just because someone tells him to kill. He, he, he wants to have a say in it. He's, mm. I don't think he's, he's against killing. Period. Like, period. he's not. 
Okay, that's that's not really the idea of the character because he he does say like, okay, I'm not an executioner, and this man may be a murderer, but I'm not going to kill him. We have a system for that, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to step across that line because that's what separates us. That's then I become like the criminals. So the idea is that he doesn't kill, except well, unintentionally, he does end up killing a bunch of people while he's being Batman. And the films don't try to highlight that, like, look, he killed a guy, but we can infer that someone was was in that car or someone got hit by that or you wouldn't survive that. And and in that way, there's there's always a bit of debate about whether or not he kills and, and whether or not he, he should, because... Yeah, exactly. Because at the end, he, he goes like, uh, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. And he leaves him in the train that is headed down oh, yeah. the monorail. Yeah, and I that's mean, a he, bit, well, okay, I don't, I don't, won't kill you, but I won't save you, yeah. So you're dead. Yeah, and mm. and at the same time, I mean, he was the one who told Gordon to blow up the monorail so that it would crash. So, so really... Could, it's intentionally, yeah. I would say. Yes. Yeah, you... Quite intentionally. It's, it's, it's basically murder. Yeah. <laughs> What did you think of uh, the scarecrow, uh, Dr. Crane, the the psychologist, psychiatrist, I think, who had uh, this face uh, that you... Oh, oh. With those really blue eyes. Yeah, Yeah. Jesus, yeah. (laughs) That guy. With the stupid glasses. Yeah. He had such stupid glasses. Maybe in the 90s, this was uh, considered intellectual or being a doctor. It's a a film from 2005. And he was way too young. Oh, it was uh, not a 90s. It's uh, not a 90s film, no. Okay. (laughs) It felt like one. (laughs) Oh, you lived through those times. You should know. (laughs) He was way too young to be the one he was. Oh, yeah. I really slept because I I woke up and he was doing something down the drains or something and I didn't got it because I... (laughs) I didn't see some stuff that was really important. Oh, good job. Um, that he was the villain. And, uh, yeah. Well, I, I think after this, did he ever do anything after this? <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He, well, he returns in every movie for, for a cameo again. He's not the main villain in the next two, but he does show up. And Christopher Nolan apparently was really intrigued with, like, his really blue eyes. So that's why you probably noticed those glasses, because every excuse he got, the director told him to take off his glasses and and so he could focus on the eyes. And uh, That was a weird bit of trivia that I came across. Is he gay or uh, The director? Not that I know of. I'm pretty sure he's married. Oh, okay. Well, I think this guy was really, really unattractive. Hey, we're I mean, all really, it. his face doesn't doesn't fit. It, it's, it's There's something about it and his some eyes people are really too, dig it, too, but... Too, yeah. too far apart. Too far apart, or uh, something about the face isn't isn't uh, well to me. It's not attractive, not at all. Fair enough, but it's it's unique enough to have a career. That's that's how Probably, that works. Yes. The the actor that I uh, had to tell you was Morgan Freeman, <laughs> which I mean you recognized him. You just didn't come up with the name. Yeah. What what do you think of like the Lucius Fox character that who gave him all the tech? In the who was kind of pushed out of the the uh, company and down oh, in the basement yeah. had all the tech oh and, great and yeah. he gets uh, to be uh, to be the boss again at the, at the end exactly. yeah he was the one who helped he stood by his father 
and that's what uh, why yeah. he was um, pushed out of the pushed company. out of the company because he wanted to be like uh, more like uh, Batman's father and not like the new uh, Rutger Hauer uh, who wants to be a much worse uh, company. That's why he mm. was in the basement and, and having all the yes the technic stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was nice, and it was uh, in the last, not maybe the last scene, but towards the end of the film. Where he surprises uh, Rutger Hauer by telling him, well, uh, you're out and I'm in. We've switched places again. That was a nice uh, yeah, a nice switch. Didn't you get the memo? Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of that in, in this movie where they just repeat lines from previous scenes and you get a little nod to like, oh, remember that. They they did that a number of times. Okay. It's, it's, well, it's I didn't get all the times. Fair enough. But if you if you paid attention to it, like there's half a script that they just sort of copied, and then they had a full script. Oh, yeah. That's that's how it works. But Morgan Freeman, I knew. I just didn't came up with the name. Yeah, no, I but know you know Morgan Freeman. He's the one from this Freeman. prison movie, isn't he? He he was in uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. yeah. Which I've. I know him from Seen in parts. And I know him from uh, from advertisement for, uh, I think, Nespresso or something. He's now I doing advertising. Yeah, I saw him drinking a beer a or beer, something. A beer, yeah, he's drinking a Swinkles beer. Yeah, that was it. And yeah. I hadn't seen the commercial until, like, yesterday. And I was like, why are you doing this yeah, with your life? Yeah, it's the same to me. I thought, is it going so badly with his career that he needs to, to, I mean, to advertise for beer, for God's exactly, sake? I and doubt Winkles it. beer. I mean, never heard of it. What's in a name? I mean, stupid name. Well, you, you have a friend named. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I didn't know uh, he had his own beer. Neither did he, I'm sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you got, um, I have to think about this, Sergeant Lieutenant... No, he became a lieutenant, I think. Jim Gordon, like the police officer, uh, who was played by Gary Oldman. And you were like, oh, that guy from, from Leon, where he's the creepy. Oh, the creepy, yeah, the crazy one. Where's the villain? So how, how did you enjoy him, him not being crazy? <laughs> like, as a sympathetic character. Did that work uh, sh- for show you? Show me the picture. Show me the picture. Oh, my memory is uh, fading. I'm, uh, oh, he's nice when he's not creepy. Yeah. He looks good. He has blue eyes too, and much uh, better eyes. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I must be honest with you and to all our listeners. I please didn't make much of an impression. Like fill me in on what he did. Maybe um, I remember that. Well, he he. We see him the first time when he puts his uh, puts the dad's coat around. Uh, Bruce, like when he's young, mm-hmm. when he's still like a beat cop, like just a regular policeman. And later on, we see that he is the first guy Batman turns to, like, you're one good cop left in the city and you're the only one I can trust. After. And he helps him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the, exactly. And they, they keep with in his, touch. With the fat guy. There's also a fat policeman. Yeah, exactly. And they're partners and he is mm-hmm. honest and the other one is crooked. That's, that's like the dynamic there. So we okay. when, when yeah when we return it's like the fat guy gets uh, an a bribe or something or, or whatever kind of money from from a shop uh, and Gordon is like I I don't need in on this I'm not a rat but then again who would there be to rat to in this city which is is pretty much Gotham summed up in in one sentence there is only corrupt people yeah. in general that's okay. that's the idea 
<clears throat> so he's, so he's, why is it that Gotham always remembers me of New York? Probably because they took inspiration from that. Like, oh, that's, that's, so it's I'm, not I'm my guessing. own interpretation. It's no. what they put in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm so pretty New sure York it's filmed in Chicago. Yeah. No. <laughs> or, or Pittsburgh. It, it switched during the trilogy, I believe. So. Okay. But it's it's not New York, but it's it's it has of course elements of it like every like Metropolis where Superman lives also has th- things from New York mm-hmm. of course, but that's more the bright side the the daytime. Whereas Gotham is the nighttime. Exactly yes. when when everything goes the south. Dark times. Yes, I get it. A bit. A bit. That's that's enough. That's all we're going for. Like okay. that's that's okay. what I'm aiming for. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be fun if I would know everything and like everything and being totally enthusiastic. Then this podcast would come to an end. I well, st- I stick with my role. Yeah, exactly. That's I'll, good. I'll, I would probably still push forward and just make you watch more shit. But yeah. <laughs> well, which one is this? When can I choose again? This is 14. <laughs> oh boy, I have to wait for a long time. <laughs> I have to watch a lot of shit before I can take you to see something good. Oh yeah, that's that's the difference. I, <laughs> you you make me watch quality and yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, <laughs> um whereas I have to watch this shit all the time and I have to talk about it also. <laughs> uh when uh when Batman first shows up and he has to take out the guys in the harbor with all the containers and he, we, we barely see him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that horror-esque scene where he is really like the, the, they, they can't see him and he's too quick and he takes them all out one by one. Yeah. Did you very enjoy that or are you like, I prefer it when I actually see the action because there's a lot of shaky cam in there when they're fighting. There are actual stunts being done, but you can't always see them well. That's that's one of the things people say about Nolan's style. And in some places, like the container scene, it has a purpose. Like, you're not supposed to see him. And then he's certainly, uh, suddenly he's behind you. And where, where did you go? Well, here. And oof. He goes up with a rope. Yeah. He has a grappling gun. That's that's one of the um, main things. Well, well, I didn't particularly liked or disliked it. It didn't. All all action still feels the same to you. Is is what you're uh, going at? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> that's sorry, good to know. Sorry. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I mean, there wasn't uh, all the fires and the shooting and all the. I like this movie because there was relatively. A little action, or or other action, maybe the the type of action, like the yeah. just just how he was. It wasn't over the top. It was just oh, he just got set on fire. But that's plausible. Like that's what would happen if he were exposed to this gas and blah blah. Like he's he, he and he's he gets to fail in that sense too. He doesn't just win everything. No, and he goes he goes yeah. The whole film is in a, is in a. Steady flow where not like dialogue, action, dialogue, action. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a real story. Yeah, it's just it's sort of stable in that sense. It's not building up to a huge climax or or, no, and then going down again. And yeah, and I like I pretty much like that. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair to prefer that. But I couldn't analyze it as good as you just did. Probably it's Nolan's uh, thing. So maybe I like Nolan. 
Well, you should. He made a lot of good movies. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's fair. <laughs> well, we should just kind of spoil the end. When he is done and the city is saved from the magical let's turn every bit of water into uh, fumes. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that that's what he was doing uh, down the drains, which I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. They, the fear toxin, that the gas that he uh, that Scarecrow yeah, he, exposes, he, like that, he puts that into the sewers and then they... People get scared. Uh, yeah, and Stay then scared they, they and that's this, why he gets the power. Yeah, all the water that's mains the are, are like turned into vapor, vaporized, that's the word I was looking for, and they breathe it in and then everyone becomes Get consumed scared. by fear. In case you didn't notice, fear is a theme in this movie. A motive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's his... Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I remember. It's his biggest fear he has to face. Yeah, it starts off with, with the bats in the cave. That is what he is most afraid of. And he then he uses fear to intimidate his enemies. That's what he learns to control fear. And then his enemy ultimately is fear again. So it's it's deep. Yeah, or on the nose. It depends on the moment in the movie, but sure. Anyway, after that, we get one bit of setup for the next movie where Rachel kisses him but says, like, we can't be together until uh, Bat- uh, Gotham no longer needs Batman. Yeah, so she- that was a bit of... Sh- why? Yeah, I'm not sure either. It's just like, you're not the guy I used to know anymore. and uh, You're not nice enough anymore. You're now a big Batman. Yeah, basically like, okay, Batman is the real you and, and this is the mask, that, that bit. Which is usually true of the character, except for how Nolan treats him later on in the, the trilogy. It sort of isn't, and Batman seems to be more of a the illness that he needs to cure because he's consumed by the persona instead of that's just him but that's that's neither here nor there that's a discussion you don't want to get into <laughs> but that's that becomes important in the next movie so i guess don't forget that mm-hmm. and then we get to the scene with the joker card where uh they're on the roof and you see the bet signal with yeah the, the giant yeah, lamp uh, yeah uh, morgan freeman builds this uh, lamp then gary oldman the other guy oh Okay. The policeman, yeah. Oh, that was Gary Oldman. That's well, anyway, that's I Jim remember Gordon the light, the light, the Batman light. Yeah. Exactly, and and he shows him like the evidence of the Joker card uh, that uh, was turned into evidence by by Joker himself. Weirdly enough, that's an that's an Easter egg in there, and he'll look into it. So that's that's how we know. Well, there that's how we knew at the time. Next film, oh my God, they're going to do Joker again, and that's mm-hmm, the main mm-hmm. villain. So it's uh, that's. And who will be this Joker? Heath Ledger. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, he's he's dead. But you know him like Brokeback Mountain. We watched I know him a from bit Brokeback ago. Mountain. Yeah, exactly. Oh. That guy. Oh. And such it, a beautiful movie. Absolutely. And his performance in in the next movie is lauded beyond belief. So we'll we'll have plenty to discuss in there. And who was the Joker in uh, in the one of the first ones? You the, the Suicide Squad. Uh, that's Jared Leto. Who is in, in Blade Runner 2049? Jared Leto, because um, I liked him also. Yeah, that's... Is that's... Uh, uh, Ledger somewhat like Jared Leto as a Joker? Closer to him than to Nicholson, yeah. Okay. But they're, they're still different, because it's a different universe. Well, you're getting me curious. 
Yeah. Because you're a big Joker fan. I don't know if anyone knows that, but it, it started he's a big with Joker that. fan. He's a, he, he went to the Comic-Con as a Joker, a really good one. And uh, Joker is everywhere around me here sitting in his room, especially the big Joker drawn by David R Robertson. And the one you drew, this is Jared Leto, I guess. It, Or is it Heath Ledger? No, no, no. That's more inspired by Jared Leto. You're, you're right. And hey, I recognize it. That's that's another drawing on the wall. Uh, no, but it, the the uh, infatuation first started with with Heath uh, with Heath Ledger when I first saw The Dark Knight. Yeah, that was the version I, that I had first, of course. Mm -hmm. Suicide Squad didn't come out until last year. That's obvious. Yeah. yeah. But so so And this trilogy you had because your mother was nice enough to give you such a very expensive box of three films. For yeah. Class. Which is probably cheaper now, because that's how things work, unfortunately. I think it was $66.99 or something like that. Jesus Christ. Time. Yeah. I feared it was like $45, but it's better be down to that at no, least no, now. No, 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 It was much more expensive. It was probably 60 at the time, yeah. I spoiled Ooh. you. Overprotective and spoiling. And what comes out of it? Yeah, let's, let's not get into that. <laughs> Loving child. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. so I'm curious about Heath Ledger then. Yeah. No, the other one. Yeah, well. Yeah, Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger is, is the one you haven't seen yet, which is seen by a lot of people as, as the best one, as the, the at least. The, the ultimate Joker. Yeah, he had. A, so why a, did he quit? Because he died. Or yeah. He, yeah. They didn't Mom, get... it's hard to continue when you're dead. <laughs> No, I mean, maybe they threw him out of the through the films before he was dead. I didn't know. No, he could have continued in the third one had it not been for the fact that he was dead. Yeah, but he committed suicide, so maybe he did it because he was not a Joker anymore. He he overdosed, so it's it's not very clear if that was suicide. We assume it was an accident. There was no real reason to to think he was suicidal. So yeah. But there are, of course, myths around it because it went, the shooting had been over for a while, but the movie came out, I believe, pretty soon after he, he had died or, or mm -hmm. right before. I'm not sure. Which one? The third? The second one where he, in, where he was in. Mm -hmm. So, um, there were, of course, a lot of things like, Oh, he was so prepared for the role. He went mad and he committed suicide. And it, it's probably not true, but. It's there. There were, of course, stories about it, because that's what you get. But in in was reality, he was already he'd already moved on to another film that he was in the middle of shooting, and mm -hmm. uh, he just had. I mean, he had issues clearly, or he wouldn't be ha wouldn't have been on that much medication. Uh, but it's it's more likely that it was an accident and didn't really have a lot to do with the Joker thing. But we'll we'll get to that movie, and I'm. Uh, It's it's another like it it continues this this trend of darker um, more realistic movies. So it's whereas Jared Leto is a bit more out there and he probably got his face from from being thrown in a vat of acid just like mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson mm -hmm. in in The Dark Knight. It's just makeup. Like we know he's just a guy who happens to want to look like that and oh. they change things around uh, to make it fit in that reality. And that's why he has the scars in, in, mm -hmm. in his, on his face to make that smile, which is a real thing that happens in gang violence still. So 
Yeah, yeah, it's pretty gruesome. But we don't get to see that happen or anything. That's good. Yeah, but that that's just sort of the, the tone they went for within this universe. Like, it's realism. There's no superpowers. It's all trying to make it work as a, a regular story mm-hmm. instead of a very comic booky thing. And that's that was sort of the... So that's prevalent idea of the time, like okay, let's let's ground it and make it grim and well, apparently it's more appealing to me then because I yeah, and to a lot of people at the time, I think because it it clearly worked and it was uh, commercially yeah <laughs> successful, um and critically acclaimed again because last movie before this was like a decade before Batman Begins was was Batman and, and Robin, which was terrible. So that's that's also why it took a while to get another one off the ground, and why they are so radically different. Because Batman and Robin was terrible because it was trying to be too funny and too mm-hmm. cartoonish mm-hmm. and too over the top, and failing at it. That too. But no, this this apparently also inspired the the James Bond reboot, where they also made that less funny and more realistic and more uh, mm-hmm. all all of it more dark. So it's. It, it had quite a bit of influence this this trilogy on other franchises as well and i'm i will show you uh the the uh, james bond reboots as well cuz casino royale is great um hey i went to see james bond long long time before you were born baby i know and they're very different movies i'm pretty sure <laughs> okay and it's a different bond that that for certain but yeah I mean, the first Bond I saw was Sean Connery and Ursula Andres. So that was law. I don't even ago. remember that one. Who was the second guy? She's a girl. Ursula oh, Andres. she was like starring with him. She I'm, came I was out like, of what Bond is that? In her golden bikini, and that was the first time a woman wore a bikini instead um, of a swimming suit. Okay. Yeah, okay. That was a Bond girl, and I, I was like, that that doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> okay. I, I remember mine was like the... my The first Bond girl I heard of was... Hmm. Yeah, probably another model. I can't remember her name now. It was one of one of the modern ones, at least. I wanted to mention this, but I, I couldn't, couldn't come up with the name. Terrible, terrible. Good content, guys. Now that you've seen... Three different Batman, B- Batman, Bat- Batman, Batmans. Yeah, um, Batman man, Bat- Batman. Yeah. Well, how is this one uh, different in in your perception? What 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 did you prefer about it? How is it different from eighty nine? And how is it different from Ben Affleck? Which well, who you didn't like? <laughs> I saw four. I mean, the original Batman in, I'm in sorry, the purple I shouldn't, suit is I the shouldn't best. have inc- uh, excluded uh, Adam West, of course. Yeah, yeah he was the, the first, the one, the greatest. Um, it's still grey and not purple, but sure. He was a middle-aged man in a, in a ballet suit. <laughs> yeah. Let's put a letter on him and, and some underwear on the outside, and that's how it looks. Well, like this one, the bat, till now, as I said, the one with... Um, the the 80s one was quite disappointing in spite of Kim Basinger and 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 Jack Nicholson it did it didn't make a very big impression and um 
I like this one because it's it's not so violent and it's it's a real story you can relate to and um, there's a psycholog psychological depth in it. I mean, this fear theme is is goes way beyond uh, a superhero uh, film. It's it's you can relate to it uh, as a normal human being also without mm. superpowers. So I like this, yeah, from the three, this one uh, appeals to me the most, I'd say. Good. Till yeah. now, but I'm, I haven't seen the other two. That's that's fair, no, but at least this, this incarnation you, you'd let me continue with to, to answer the next uh, two ones eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's that's already, like, I, I, that feels like a win to me, like... <laughs> Because the other ones, like you, you weren't as excited about, so that's no. that's different. And this one was the, yeah, it it. Well, I wouldn't hit, say it's touching, but it hit the uh, right notes. Yes. It's still, yeah, okay. It, if it strikes a chord, it's it's nice. So I'm I'm curious what you'll think of the the other ones. Me too. Now speaking of bad flag, um, it it just so happens that today. They dropped a new trailer for Justice League, and he's in it. I can't help that. But I was wondering. Show if me, he, show yeah, me, show yeah. Me. Let's get to that. Show me, baby. Show me. Give it to me. Tap suspended. Let's do it. A Wonder Woman is in it. Yes. Justice League. Is that the second one or the first one? Or was there a Justice League before? Or? Never been a movie before, no. Okay. So this is Wonder Woman. No, no, it's not. This is a beautiful woman seen from the back. No, she's not. But I know her. It's Amy Adams. Yeah. And he's in a cornfield yeah. wearing a... This is the Kent farm. So this is still with Man of Steel that we also watched. Oh, this is uh, Superman. I'll take that as a Yes. Is that Superman? That's Superman. Yes, he looks like Over. Superman. And he gave her a ring at the end of Batman v Superman. After his death, yes. she found out that he wanted to propose. Was he dead? Yeah. Oh, I didn't remember. Oh, yeah. It's a long time ago. It's London. Yeah, it's London. World without hope. There's Harry Potter. What's this? Ugh. Blue eyes. Ah, there he is. Well, he's getting more manly. <laughs> Is it? Lives. That's Aquaman. Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Oh God, I love her. Yeah. It is, the, it is Aquaman. Mm. Spider-Man. The Flash. Oh, the Flash. Oh yeah. It's a great show. It's it's not a stupid show. If you seek his money, I And David Bowie. Why I brought you together. Cyborg. He's new. Aquaman and Cyborg are flying. 
Why isn't he swimming if he's Aquaman? There's not a lot of water there. Oh. Is this a monster or is it lava? That's your signal. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. Yeah, that's what that means. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> we see. That's Ezra Miller. Oh yeah. We need to talk about Kevin. Yeah. And the uh, the perks of being a wallflower. Yep. That one. Ah, oh, she's she's. Well, I think we have to see this. When November? Uh, yeah, November seventeenth. Where? In uh, here or in America? No, it's the same date here, thankfully. Okay, that's With good. Wonder Woman, we had to wait a couple weeks, which was a hell. But if if I'm correct, then it's it's coming out here the 16th or 17th as well. So it's we're safe. But it's... Um, well, this uh, podcast has had some influence on me because when I see the trailer, I think, yeah, we got to go see it. It's nice. And I must say, Ben Affleck, he's now a bit gray, gray beard and gray hair, and he he's much more manly now, and maybe he's not so irritating anymore. Let's see. I, I, re- I had to laugh. Did you hear? Yeah. I, 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 I laughed. laughed a joke. He made a joke, and I laughed. Exactly. Then, hey. it's, it's a lighter film than, than Batman v <laughs> Superman, but... I, I still think... There's some progress. Maybe yeah. in 10 years I'll... Exactly. We'll, He'll we'll be an revisit- old guy and then maybe I like him a lot. You know? he, he was gray in Batman v Superman. And I was still he? think there was depth in that movie too. That, that Maybe, like you were saying, maybe we layers. have to re... re you have to re-show it. And now after all this experience with these kind of movies I can relate to it more and maybe I can yeah, we appreciate did it, it more. We did it a bit too soon I feel. So like maybe like when it's it's the the one year anniversary or something of that episode we can we can revisit it. And maybe then not I too like soon it more but and understand it more maybe because you have to be prepared to get yourself into this universe and and um well maybe I'm learning to do that. But now yeah. I see why this Batman um, appeals to me more. And I think the word today is appeal. Every mm, every new podcast, I have uh, this new English word that I used then uh, 23 times because I don't know another one. Oh, because there's a lot of explosions again and a lot of um, animation and a lot of... It's a totally different movie from this uh Batman Dark Knight, Batman is, Begins, yeah. and uh, it's much more smaller scale. Like it's it's just a city and crime and and gangsters and not stuff. That's maybe because now. why I like it more. It's because I like thrillers a lot, and it's yeah. more like a common thriller. And I mean, he wears the suit, but he's he's he also could be a, a good detective. Yeah, that's no, but that's at the core of Batman's character. So it's really good that you you mentioned that Batman is supposed to be a detective, the, the greatest detective. He's just supposed to solve crimes and go after the bad guys. And then when superpowers get involved, you quickly get into like destruction and worlds and alien invasions because that's what happens when you join him with the Justice League. But at his core, when he's on his own and and has villains like the Joker. They might do crazy stuff, but it's supposed it's supposed to be about the mystery and the noir mm-hmm. element of 
of going after that and solving and the crime. Right. That's more my, exactly, and my, and uh, hopefully the solo film with with Ben Affleck at some point will be a lot more like that because that's that's what they're going for, okay. uh, as far as we hear. So then I think we should move on to our segment of what did, did we say, say without being forced. So this week, <laughs> this week I was totally hooked on Wallander, which is a Swedish uh, series. Um, Originally, but they have uh, uh, made a, 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 a remake. It's it's a BBC show about the the Swedish books. This, yeah, the Swedish book by Henning Mankell, and uh, but um, the the lead part is played by uh, Kenneth Branagh. Branagh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I haven't but read it, so he, I wouldn't know either. He's a he's a very, very good actor. I think he had an Oscar for My Left Foot a long time ago. Yeah, you should look Could it be. up. Maybe I'm, okay, I'm, I'm talking nonsense, so you have to cut it out. Kenneth Branagh. He's great, and it's a lovely series, and the good thing about it is that every, it's, it's every episode has, um, for five Oscars. He's nominated for five Oscars. Well, some guys never won. get nominated. Absolutely, but he didn't. Oh, win. for Hamlet and Henry V. No, then I'm uh, I'm uh, confused. Um, look up uh, my left foot. I'm 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 confusing him with someone. Ah, Daniel Day Lewis. That's a different guy. Yeah. Yeah. L- 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 show him. Show me Daniel Day Lewis because they're. Why do I mix them up? That's a different guy. Yeah, but it's the same uh, type. Sure. <laughs> well, anyway, Kenneth Branagh is great as Wallander. It's a good series, and every episode is a uh, one um, story. So you can watch one and a half hours, and then you have the clue, and you know who the killing did. Whereas um, his character evolves. Uh, he's In the first one, he's just a, a new divorcee, divorcee and is... Um, is very sad about it, and then in the next season he he gets a new girlfriend, but it of course the same mistakes are there all the time. So, and now I'm in the third uh, season, and um, he's alone again. <laughs> but the good thing is you can watch uh, one episode, and you have a, 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 a complete it, story, yeah. a rounded story, and I like that a lot. Um, it's just sort of standalone, which is nice, so you don't have to binge twenty episodes in a row. No, but you when do. You don't have but, time. I, but I do. I do two or three because I like it so much. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's and, on you. And the, the funny thing about it, it's it's a BBC series. It's on Netflix. You can watch it. It's um, all English actors, great ones. But when they are writing something. Um, it's in Swedish and the police cause, uh, the police uniforms are Swedish also. The police cars are Swedish. I think the landscape is Swedish. Mm. I, I presume it's been, um, filmed in Sweden, but it's a bit funny. It's a bit funny to see it because he's talking the Queen's English very lovely and then he's, he's, he writes a note and it's in Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also funny that it's funny, but it's also, it's nice that they did pay uh, homage they, to like the original, like this is supposed yes. to be Sweden. We're just Whereas, making uh, it English for convenience. Yeah, for the other series, The Killing, which I saw before, uh, was also a remake from a Scandinavian uh, series where they uh, moved it to... Um, Some city, I don't remember. The city where it always rains. Oh, Seattle? Seattle, no? 
Was it Seattle? I don't know. It's, it wasn't uh, Chicago. Uh, North it was. No, it wasn't Chicago. Uh, Seattle, probably. I think it was Seattle. Right? Could be. I'm it's raining sure. more than here in Holland. It's raining every episode. <laughs> but um, so it's nice. They they kept the Swedish uh, thing in it, and it's uh, I can recommend it. It's a really good uh, series if you love thrillers, which I do. As people should know by now. Yeah, it's a returning theme throughout our, our episodes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see much more because I uh, I worked a lot and I, I didn't even go to the cinema. Yeah, but we're so. going to go to the cinema now. So we yes. might talk about that when we return. Okay, we will see. Can we... Shall we say what we will go? We'll say that in like two seconds once I edit it in. So it's, okay. it's yeah. not use. Let's go. So we also just now went to see uh, Wind River... Yes, we did. With uh, Jeremy Renner, and her name was Olsen, I believe. Elizabeth Olsen? Could be. Uh, what did you think? We're having very fresh experiences now, so we should be able to say something useful. <laughs> well, I was totally silenced afterwards, and um, couldn't speak for some time. So that says enough, I'd say. Yeah, it has an impact. It packs a punch. So it's, it's, that's the, it's in the. That's why I love to go to the cinema with you because you never speak. I yeah. hate it when I go to the cinema with people who immediately after the last scene say, Hey, what do you think? Oh, what do you think? Oh, I thought it. Ooh. I hate it. Yeah. You know, you have to keep your silence. Yeah, just, just <laughs> shut up. And you just have to look at me to know that, um, I was really, um, into the story, on the edge of the seat. Can you say that in English? Yeah, on the edge of your seat, sure. Um, and Jeremy Renner was, uh, was to me, totally new. You told you just now told me he's also in some Marvel movies. Um, but to me, it was totally new. And he was like, let's say, like Harrison Ford was when he was younger. A tough guy, a good guy. And then... Perfect actor for this role, mm. but f- it was mostly the um, the snow and the silence and the landscape and the loneliness um, that had an impact on me and and the sad story, the terrible story. Though I mean, there are, it's it's not very new. I mean, there are lots of films uh, with the same theme. I'd say. Yeah, it's not necessarily groundbreaking, but it's really well done. It's it's someone who realizes that a story doesn't need to be overly complicated. This is really like the power of simplicity. It's just like, this happened, we're trying to figure it out, we get a flashback of what happened, and we see things resolved. And that's not necessarily it's, it's a good done, feeling it's but really, yeah exactly it's, it's magnificent and that's it's a remin- reminiscence a, a bit of Brokeback Mountain totally different but also hmm. well it's the same sadness and the same and a lot um, of use of the landscape that you cannot not um, avoid your faith or fate fate right. or yeah, oh yeah not cut it out Again, <laughs> that you cannot avoid fate and 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 the influence of of the surrounding of the landscape and the community you're in, uh, the enormous impact it has on your life. 
Yes, I, I was really impressed. I was really impressed. And um, I saw Hello, High Water from the same director. Writer. Writer. Yeah, he wrote and directed this one, but I think he didn't direct Hello, High Water. But or he Sicario. wrote it. Yeah, he ah, wrote it. Okay, sorry. I, saw, I, I, th- I thought it was the same director. Well, anyway. Don't think so, but I didn't check. And Sicario so. also, but that one I didn't see you did. So you weren't surprised. Because there's a lot of violence. But not action, so that's why. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not necessarily into. No, I'm not not into violence. But the way it was done was was impressive. I don't have another word. Yeah, it's just pure tension, but it's that that extreme gritty realism that's just hits you because it's it's. It rings true in a in a weird way, and there is no there. Like I said, there's zero glorification. It's just it's not an action beat. It's just fuck. They shot each other, and that everybody shoots yeah. each other. <laughs> and I mean that's that's not even throughout the movie all the time. It's it's the one scene mainly. But yeah, but the violence uh, to me, the violence against against a girl and and against oh, her boyfriend is is much more because it's so real. Exactly, and it's, it's what's it's happening all the time. Very relatable, and that's the problem. <clears throat> yeah. So that's that's why it hits home. That's why I I had this, I, I thought of Brokeback Mountain, but also um, Boys Don't Cry. If you have seen Boys Don't Cry, it's a, it's the same sort of. Yeah, movie. I still haven't seen same that entirely. Sort of I know what it's sadness. about, but you're. It's a terrible, terrible. And this is terrible also. And a shallow grave, for instance, was also, it's, it's, as you say, a simple story, but it's told so good that, um, I, I think this is a film that I will have with me for days and days. Mm. <laughs> um, coming into your mind now and now and again, a couple of times a day, just because you have to process the entire yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But Jeremy Renner, he's really great. And mm. um, it was terrific music. And I saw at uh, credits that it was, uh, that the music was uh, written and played, I, I presume, by Nick Cave. And that explained pretty much why it was so good. So, yeah, I'm still a bit uh, flabbergasted. Yeah, it's it's heavy. It's It's not... Necessarily for it's the faint of heart, but you you knew that if yeah. you'd seen anything else by the same writer. Yeah, yeah, I knew that, but I didn't as expected it to be so having such an impact. Mm-hmm. I'm still a bit uh, confused and uh, not confused, no, touched. Yeah, and at the same time, it's not like we're shocked or surprised or anything. It's not like. We've never been confronted with something similar. It's, it's the very relatable nature of the crime and of the, the people who, who do it that's sort of makes it get to you more yeah, than, what, than the fact what that a group you can... of men is able to when they are together and, and, and drunk or not, maybe not even necessarily drunk, just what a group of men is, is able to, to do to another man or to, to a woman, mm. for that matter. Yeah, no, and, it's, it's, um, it's horrible. And you know, it's true. So that's why it has such an impact. Exactly. You, you know, it happens and 
and it it's not like you're immediately defensive like oh no this doesn't work well with my view of the world it's no no like i can accept that this is real this is the shit yeah. that happens yeah yeah it's it's but it's accepted. mostly also i it's a it's, it's a film about a, a film about love also a, a, a deep deeply felt yeah, true love of father's fatherly father's love yeah, no fatherly love, but in the sense of pain, like only in the love in the in the sense of loss. Yes. The 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 hurt that remains. Yeah, but what I, what I found um, beautifully done is that uh, it's that tough guys, the prototype mm. of tough guys, and talking about how to deal with the loss of their daughters and the grief they have. Yeah, they're they're um, they're they're crying. I mean, exactly. that's a good thing. You you seldom see it in a film that a really tough guy breaks down crying without uh, being a sissy. Or I think that's a good thing. Exactly, it's it's positive representation of okay, they they can talk about their feelings while still being well hunters. But it's yeah, in but that it's sense, a totally different way than exactly. women talk about feelings. It's it's it. We have strong women fighting through a bunch of shit and at the same time strong men who who get to show that soft side so in that sense it's it's a i i, I can appreciate that too yeah well, not um, necessarily soft side more the, the no but they have fair absolutely but they have feelings and they get to show that so that's what's often already seen as too soft of mm. a side for for men yeah, um, the, reaction, the reaction of the mother was much more violently, mm-hmm. but against herself. So that's, well, also... Also a way of coping. Life. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. And, and I mean, the landscape and the isolation and the, 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 the silence is, is sort of used as an excuse by almost everyone who does horrible things and fucks up their own life. Mm-hmm. So, it, and, and it shouldn't get to be an excuse it it's not valid it's not it doesn't excuse anything no it doesn't so that's that's in there too i think that and because our our main character our protagonist doesn't let it get to him he he lives in the same wilderness mm. and and hunts predators but the predators are the ones who are they truly, survive truly the, the the lions the, yeah the the, the mountain good. lions uh, with her two young her cubs, yeah. Her, her kittens. Uh, <laughs> kittens. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. What eyes and cold can do to the human body was interesting also because I didn't know. Yeah. No, just... just They explained it twice for the ADHD that, that didn't get it the first time. But yeah. Okay. It was an interesting fact also how that... And it, I mean, uh, it ties occurs. into the end, so you have to really understand, but still... Yeah. So yeah, go and see it if you have the chance. Wind yeah. River. And if you're really uh, feeling up done. to it, if you're having a bad day, don't don't expect to be uh, cheered up. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cheery <laughs> a uh, movie to cheer you up. No, well, but it's 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 a great movie, mm. and it's a kind of movie I like. Yeah, it's good. It's I don't really have good. to be uh, forced. To exactly. And we'll we'll get to Sicario at some point too because I have it and I planned it already and I I'm curious what you'll think of that because it's it's about as heavy 
but maybe a bit more violent. I'm not sure. Well, as so long it's, as not a like a Quentin Tarantino violence, because that I don't like. Yeah, we'll we'll get to him later. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't like um, making fun of violence. Violence should be violent and horrible, and that's nothing to make jokes about or to laugh about. Yeah, I so. think there's still a distinction between making a light moment out of it, making it cathartic in a sense. You you can make it funny without making light of it, without... No, it's the same uh, reason why I, I I saw maybe half a episode of The Sopranos and I, I really can't stand it. I cannot watch violence being funny. I hate it. I, I think someone who, 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 th- who writes a story like that is... There's something crooked in his mind. Hmm. But you should watch it. I have pills Probably against that. Probably at uh, 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 YouTube, uh, Alas, Smith & Jones, which are two British um, um, funny guys. I don't mm-hmm. know what's... Well, comedians, whatever. Yeah, comedians. They have this um, this uh, scene about uh, Tarantino that was at the time uh, of... With uh, John Travolta. Um, Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction. It was a time when Tarantino became really big thanks to uh, Pulp Fiction. Everybody was talking about Pulp Fiction and Alas Smith as, and as Jones. As they should, sure. And Alas Smith and Jones, um, they they uh, were always sitting on two uh, bar stools. They are sitting and they are talking, and um, one of them said, "Yeah, yeah, it's so great, it's so great." This new director, this um, Tarantino, he's such Ooh. a great guy. And the other one says, yeah, yeah, you mean Tarantino. Yes, that's what I say, Tarantino, Tarantino. And this goes on and on and on about Quentin Tarantino. And ever since, I have, at that time, I didn't, I haven't, hadn't seen anything of him, but I cannot see his name or, and I think Tarantino, oh, there's a new Tarantino. So to me, he's always, Tarantino. It's really fun. I, I mean, maybe it's not funny if I see it, but 20 years ago, it was mm-hmm. so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the kind of thing that will, will stick with you yeah. and, and mess up your mind. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, I'll look that up sometime. Yeah, maybe you can put a link on... Uh... Don't don't uh, promise them things. Now I'll now I'll have to look it up. Damn it! Okay, you can cut this out, and they will know that you have to search for a link. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. They'll figure it out themselves. Like that's how it works. Okay, and the funny things you do always after the podcast. Don't put in that burp. Just cut that out. I wasn't planning on letting anyone hear that. (laughs) Good. So you can cut this out too. He didn't burp. No. Uh, well, I had to cheer it up a bit after this uh, quite heavy, heavily, heavy English movie. Oh, my English is fading away very fastly because it's Sunday evening mm. and I have to walk the dogs and I want to go to bed. Yeah. So, please return next time for another episode. Uh, we are on Twitter at Remote Stealing. You can send us an email at stealingtheremote at gmail.com. Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, you can just find us wherever you found us this time. Like, come on, that's how it works. You can find me on Facebook. Yeah, stalk my mom on Facebook. That's that's not weird. <laughs> um, well, that is and, a bit. 
we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. And uh, I make a promise next time we'll record sooner after we've seen the movie because this time a week in between was a bit hard for me to remember because, you know, I'm I'm not 25 anymore. So my yeah. memory is slowly but steadily fading away, I guess. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Especially our, our... with films that, that don't make such a great impact on me. Yeah, we need to work on uh, our scheduling, but we'll we'll plan better next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. But they were nice. It was a uh, nice, and it it was. Uh, what are you trying to say? Uh, it would be nice to do this in my mother tongue, but um, anyway, uh, tongue, tongue. You mean, you mean tongue. tongue? Tongue. Please don't do it in your mother's thong. What's that? Uh, string. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry, tongue. God, cut it out. <laughs> I'll start over.